the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I'm blessed. I'm honored to share with you part two of our conversation with Dr. Hussein Musa and his wife, Dr. Adetone Musa. We're talking testimony. We're talking the power of Jesus, the power of healing. And we're also talking about the kingdom healthcare system. I don't want you to miss this. So let's dive in as we talk to the doctors. Okay. And for me, how old were you? I mean, what, what age range are we talking about during that time? So this was like teenage years. Okay. I, went, I started going to the mosque and yeah. finally, I actually went to a boarding high school, Lake Forest Academy. Oh, okay. And at that time, I actually didn't have to do anything on the weekend. So it was great for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> and eventually I went to college at University of Illinois. I studied molecular and cellular biology. Of course you did. Pre-med. Some smart people in this room. <laughs> I did the pre-med, the pre-medicine curriculum. Yeah. Um, during that time, church had no role in my life whatsoever. Yeah. I was okay with that. I just had this view of Christianity as, you know, there's just a lot of hypocrites. Everybody says I'm saved by Jesus, but they do the same thing that I do. I just wish that they would just be honest. And I yeah. would always get annoyed by, like, the holier than thou and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So whenever our relationship um, started and she started talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, not this Bible thing again. Mm-hmm. There's so many different books. I yeah. mean, who are you to say which way, one way is right? So, whatever makes you happy, I'm fine with it. If you're a good person, you live a good life. This book makes you great. Praise God. Whatever God you want to say, praise God. Yeah, just, but you're just, agnostic. Yeah, just leave, point, just, like, just leave me out of it. Just leave me. Just leave me out of it. I'm okay with that. So this yeah. is between the yeah. ages age um, 20 to 30s. Oh, wow. Yes, we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. And I would pray every single day for him. Um, yeah. I'd go into my closet and I'd pray and cry out to the Lord for him and yeah. for salvation. Um, Whoa. I'd lay hands on him when he was sleeping She at never night. told me this. She never told me this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're finding out now. Yeah. Found out later, much <laughs> later in life. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe um, real quick, just a kind of parenthetical, maybe a wife out there is listening and they have been praying for their husband and they're discouraged. What would you tell them? I would say that um, you need other prayer warriors Mm. to help you. Um, Even when we got married, there were elders in our family. They're all women, like, you know, like the ladies, like hotel room when we're getting dressed. They all circled around me mm. and started praying uh, f- on fire prayers yeah. for, for Hussein, for our marriage, that um, nothing would separate us and that he, that he would find Jesus, that Jesus would find him, like yeah. that lost sheep. Yeah. 
And every single, it was like 10 ladies all in agreement, and I could feel the fire. Really? And so I just kept on, I kept on praying. I did get tired after some time because I, I didn't feel like anything was really changing. You didn't see anything. And you yeah. can't change anyone's heart, right? Right, right. But God, but God. Yes, you know? I love it. I love um, it. Yeah. He introduced a really old friend into our circle when yeah. we moved to San Antonio. I think it was around 2015. Okay. I'll we, tell you from right here. You so, got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At that love time. This. Love mm-hmm. the tag team. Yeah. So I finished <laughs> medical school at University of Chicago. I did two years of research. Daniel were smart. And then mm-hmm. I, <laughs> yeah. and then I finished medical school. Then I went to New York to do anesthesiology at Columbia. Yeah. Wow. After that, I came to University of Texas at San Antonio to train in interventional pain medicine. Okay. And during that time, I was just on the way to lecture. Um, it was an interdisciplinary lecture with neurosurgeons, pain doctors, radiologists, everybody. I was going through a hallway that I normally don't go through. Yeah. I was late, and I'm normally never late. And I just happened to cross paths with this other doctor. Um, anytime I see a, a black person in a white coat, I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> There's not that many of us. I'm just going to be right? honest. Yeah. So. I okay. just smiled and say, said yeah. hi, and we just walked by each other. And then she stopped and she said my name. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And then I looked at her and I was like, I remembered her name. Wow. So this was one of my childhood friends in Chicago. We hadn't seen each other in about, years. I don't know, 25 years. That's crazy. Yeah. I, maybe I was a freshman in high school. I haven't seen her since. And it turns out she went to med school, did her own training, and we just happened to cross paths in this hallway in San Antonio for a place I just happened to match there. Mm-hmm. At that time, I didn't see it. I just like, wow, this is weird. Yeah. So then we said, okay, let's get our families together. We caught up briefly. We both were busy. And we went over to their house, and I met her husband. Her husband was a pastor. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. do you know how people greet each other? They say, hi, how are you? Yeah. So I said, hi, how are you? He said, do you have the gift of the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. No way. He didn't he ask so my bold. name. He yeah. didn't say anything else. That's the first words he said to very me. Bold. Very bold. Sponsored was, by Very Bold. Yeah. At this moment. <laughs> I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, I like him. I don't know who this person you is. Liked this is the it. first I like yeah. him. I'm like, yeah. you're so you're so bold. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We walk into um their house, their threshold has scripture on it. And then he just delves right into it, like, why, you know, why don't you read the Bible? You know, why, why don't you believe <laughs> nothing in Jesus? Nothing about the weather. Yeah. Nothing about you want to drink <laughs> you know, water. I'm not sure if he knows my name at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Because it's urgent. Salvation is urgent. Yeah. Wow. And um, from then, we just, we, we actually stayed in their house for like hours. You know, I thought that it well, was going to scare him off. Yeah. Well, he, it did scare me off in my head. <laughs> it in my head. In my yeah. head, I was like, uh-oh, we're with these hyper-Christians yeah. It's too late to get out now, so how am I going to do this gracefully? How am I going to extricate myself from this situation? Mm-hmm. That's what was going through my head. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but after uh, we started talking, it turns out that he was actually a really cool guy, just this hyper-Christian weirdness. But outside of that, I liked him. Mm-hmm. So we started talking. That's so, amazing. you know, our relationship built, and just to go back to your question, yeah. like, what, what's your advice for other wo- yes. women that Thanks. are praying for their spouses, right? That's why you get be around smart people, <laughs> yes. Um, and I would say to surround yourself with like-minded Christians that mm. pray, mm. because then you can join your shields of faith and prayer. Yeah. And that's what that friend and her husband did for us. It catalyzed, it was like a catalyst, yeah. you know. Yeah. It really started a, a course of events where 
all of a sudden his his heart was changing because wow. they were joining us in prayer. He started reading the Bible. He couldn't put it down. He read wow. the whole thing. He's yeah. a really fast reader. I'm an yeah. avid reader. I, yeah. I like reading yeah. a whole bunch of sci-fi fantasy novels. So I read fast. I like to read. Yeah. And what grabbed me is I read parts of the Bible before, but here I am in my mid-30s. I read the Bible, and I look at it, and I'm reading it for the first time, and I realize my what I believed Christianity to be mm. was false. Whoa. The Christianity that the world portrayed to people like me, I consider myself highly educated, right. thoughtful, a doctor. And I just wondered, how can the message be so distorted? Christianity is not exclusive. It's actually very inclusive. Mm -hmm. It's not rigid. It's actually liberating. And Mm -hmm. the life that Jesus calls us to live, it's it's amazing. Mm -hmm. He's actually a servant leader. All this pride, all this flashiness, everything that I associated with church was actually not biblical, Mm -hmm. which really blew my mind. And I wondered, how could a message be so distorted Mm. And everybody has access to this book. And that's when I came to the logical conclusion that, well, there has to be an enemy. There has to be an active force really distorting this word to cause people to fall away, to just make a mess out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So once I started reading the Bible, that's when I first started to dream. And I remember I had a very specific, this is my first vision, first vision, dream, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, 2015. Correct. Twenty six. No, twenty fifteen. It was twenty sixteen. Who knows? It was in the past. (laughs) All that to be said. I had my first vision slash dream. I woke up. I had all my faculties. I'm in this. I'm in this smoky place, and it was really bizarre. Like there was darkish tint to it, and there were all these people. And they were just running from like place to place, and there were these tentacles coming out of what mm. looked like water, but was not water. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just gruesomely tearing people apart. Wow. And, then, and my brain is like, I should wake up now. Like, what type of nonsense yeah. is this? Yeah. yeah. But I knew that in that place that I was going to die too. And lo and behold, I was the last one left. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And then as I was walking, there was this being coming toward me. It was oh a female gosh. presence. Mm-hmm. It was hooded, reddish face. Mm-hmm. There were snakes coming out of the top of this hood, and it was smirking at me, knowing that it was going to kill me. And at that time, wow. like, I'm not a biblical scholar, right, I think, right. but at that time, I said, as I was scared, I said, be gone through Christ who strengthens me. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. it froze. I said, be gone in the name of Jesus. And I woke up just like that. Yep. And I mean, I was scared straight. Yeah. I'm, I woke up in a cold sweat. I'm in my apartment. Never seen him so terrified. I, 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 yeah. I was crying, yeah. sweating. I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay, I know I've been reading the Bible, but like, what is this? Yeah. And my wife, I told my wife, she said, what do you think it was? I'm like, I, I think it might have been a vision of hell. Was, yes. And... <laughs> and I don't yeah. know if you can catch your eyes on that. I don't think we're close up enough. That was awesome. You're like, what do you think? What do you think that was? Really sweet. Really sweet. Yeah, very sweet. But at that time, I wasn't too sure about all the Bible things. Sure. If I believed everything that was written in there, but I knew one thing: I didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's where I just I gave my life to Christ. Mm-hmm. I wasn't 100 percent sure of mm-hmm. if I believed everything in the Bible, right. but I was 100 percent sure I didn't want to end up there. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's how I became a Christian. Yeah. That's that's a testimony. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Amazing. That is amazing. Jesus is amazing. He the is. The way he pursues us. Yes. Relentless. Yeah. 
talk to us about your response. I yeah. mean, out, out of that, you've well, been praying for all these years. All these years. All these people have been, been praying. praying. And, um, you know, people joined, joined me in prayer. Yeah. At uh, that moment, I asked our friend, um, you know, is the there pastor's some wife the or? pastor's wife? Okay. If there's yeah. some scripture or something that I could read over him and and pray over him, yeah. and she started texting me all this scripture as yeah. she was praying right at that moment, and I was just in awe, but was not surprised because I I just had that faith that yeah. God's real, the supernatural is real, right? And my husband was just scared straight. Yeah. <laughs> right into Jesus's it. arms. Wow. And I was thanking God at the same yeah. time. I was praying over him for peace. Yeah. And ever since then, it's been a, a, a journey with uh, our Lord and a sanctification process. He's taught us every step of the way. We become even yeah. closer to him. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, so that's not that long ago. I mean, to me, maybe to you, it's like seven years. It's a lifetime or, ago to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah true enough. True enough. <laughs> it seems that way, but yeah, yeah it, it wasn't that long ago. Wow. So your marriage, I'm assuming, grew a lot stronger. Yes, and it continued to grow. And yeah. I mean, there's so many. There's so many testimonies. I, God has just really strengthened our marriage. Really strengthened okay. Us, yeah. To get us to the point where we're on one accord, and right. that's really how we're able to move forward with this ministry, yeah. with the Amen. kingdom healthcare system. Yeah. And God has really put that on our heart because this is an answer to a lot of his people's prayers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we believe that with the kingdom healthcare system, we'll be able to f- provide affordable access to primary care to all people. Mm-hmm. And we really want to start here in San Antonio. Yes. Um, God has been preparing a way, teaching us how to help finance this ministry how to help promote it. We have a health fair coming up on December 10th. Oh, yeah. Where we're, it's the third health fair we've done this year, but it's going to be the largest. We're going to have free prizes. We're going to have vendors, healthcare information, Mm -hmm. dentists, doctors, diabetes education, liver health screening, a lot. And it's just really the beginning. We want to share our love for the community. We want to raise awareness about this endeavor. And we just believe that God is, going to do miraculous moves to make it happen. Yeah. And it's all for Jesus because of everything that he's uh, pulled us out of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. This is December 10th. Mm -hmm. And this is on Loop 1604. I saw that. I don't have the address memorized, but approximately on 1604. And I know they can go go to your website, which is kingdom-hcs.org. Correct. Kingdom-hcs.org. For healthcare system.org, mm-hmm. and that has the information December 10th. That's Saturday. Yes. Saturday okay. from 11 to 2 p.m. Okay. okay. And once they get on the website, they can even register for the health fair as well. Okay. Wow. And you anticipate this being your biggest one yet? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, okay. We are very um, grateful to have the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers um, donate their meeting call space for us to hold this health fair. So okay, cool. we're able to have more vendors, accommodate more people. It's really exciting. Yeah, cool. All right, talk to me about uh, maybe somebody is hearing this and they're hearing all the stories and they just caught that you said, I mean, you're you're raising, you're raising money to make this happen. So mm-hmm. maybe it's going over a lot of people's heads, but maybe somebody's like listening and like they want to help support. What does that look like for someone? Yes. So you can go to our website. We have a donation link where you can okay. donate any amount, become a monthly partner. Okay. And the goal is to establish our first clinic. We have seed okay. money to start our first clinic, 
but we want to create a sustainable system. Mm-hmm. Sure. What we learned from our first clinic in 2018, it was a completely self-funded endeavor. And as our employment status changed with COVID, right. we can no longer afford to completely finance a free clinic. Mm-hmm. And we're determined to make an impact and not just a splash. So we want to like set that. this mm-hmm. up like correctly yeah. so okay. that we can help more people. Yeah. There are so many people out there who can benefit from primary care. If we can create a system where you can see a doctor, get labs, get images, and see the doctor three to four times a year, we can take care of common illnesses. We yeah. can help pre- we can focus on preventative health mm-hmm. yeah. and prevent emergency room visits, which are usually the most costly visits. We can prevent surprise billing, and we can give people freedom. There's so many mm-hmm. independent contractors mm-hmm. out there, graduating students who are healthy, who even make money, but they don't have health insurance. Yeah. Now, we can create this this system that can take care of the gap in care for people, yeah. and it gives them freedom. You don't have to be tied to your job mm-hmm. to yeah. get health care. You point. can work. Mm-hmm. You can offer a form of health care to your employees if you're a small business owner. Now, if we create this system, it's something that can work outside of traditional medical insurance, and it can be faith-based where the name of Jesus is welcome in every doctor's room. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. What else do you want to say about it, Adetone? I I just want to say that with um, this kingdom health care system, it will be centered on Christ, Mm. and there's going to be prayer incorporated Mm with treatment plans because prayer works. I've seen, I've seen yes. miracles happen when I pray for my patients. I've seen, I'm going to ask you to share one of those in a minute. Yeah. So I can share, uh, yeah, I can okay. share my own miracle. I can share a patient's miracle. And, Whatever. Bring and it. My, my prayer is that other healthcare professionals, doctors, nurses don't shy away from using that powerful name, yeah. which is Jesus. Yes. And to, just use it. Just use it. The, the enemy is scared. And yeah. that's why he intimidates us and, oh, yeah. and, and makes us believe that we can compartmentalize our faith, that we, can, that mm, we should go ahead and good. hide. Yeah. You know, hide your light. Yeah. Because nobody wants to see it in a professional setting. And that's just not true. Come on. It impacts a lot of people. Yeah. And yes, it does cause miracles. Yeah, it's good. All right. Can you tell us one or two? Sure. Um, I love, I love miracles. I mean, God is, God is real. God is at work. And sometimes we just don't ask. I was telling someone the other day, like, I think you have the gift of healing. And Mm -hmm. and if you prayed 10 times and just one person was healed, Mm -hmm. I mean, go ahead and pray 10 times, right? I mean, and if it was 100 times and one time somebody was miraculously healed, I'd still say go ahead and pray. Go ahead and ask. Mm -hmm. All right. I want to hear it. I'll I'll start with my own personal testimony. Um, I remember a few years ago, 2018, I was just lying in bed and just thanking God because He had um, really shown up in our lives, and yeah. he had really delivered us from a lot of, of issues and evil. And I was just thanking him, and I was also in awe at just the supernatural nature of God. And he was opening yes. my eyes to that. Yeah. And so I then had this really strong impression in my heart that I should lay my hands on my belly. Yeah. And I had been struggling from a fibroid, which is a benign tumor. Okay. And it causes a lot of health problems. It causes um, blood loss and anemia. It causes uh, birth complications. I, I had suffered from all three. Okay. And, and that uh, particular tumor was as big as a baby's head. It oh was huge. Oh, my gosh. You have been through it. It's huge. And, yeah. 
I wasn't even asking him directly for healing, but he told me, lay your hands on your yeah. belly. And so I did that. And then I felt my um, lungs fill with air three times. Mm. And then I just knew instantly that I was healed of that fibroid, that big fibroid. I jumped out of bed. I go and tell my husband I'm healed. Yeah. And he looks at me like, I didn't know you were sick, but I'm awesome. still a good yeah. husband. I'm still, <laughs> I'm a, good still husband. a good husband. Yeah. <laughs> and I knew I was healed. And the wow. evidence... Um, uh, you know, w- w- was just there. And when I went for my next doctor's appointment, because I had found out I was pregnant again, yeah. they they saw th- this huge fibroid in all of my previous ultrasounds. So I'm asking the tech, hey, um, so do you see a big fibroid? And the tech looks at me and I'm looking at this. I can read the ultrasound. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at her, her and she's looking at me like there's nothing there. There's no fibroid. Come on. Yeah. I mean, this is documented. Yeah. This is documented. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is that's amazing. It's all, I mean, it thank is. Thank God. Yeah. <clears throat> it is. I love I love that it's also documented. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. Tell yeah. us another one. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then we'll close up. Okay. I love how you brought it back to Kingdom Healthcare. That was Kingdom brilliant. Healthcare, yeah. That was beautiful. But another um, testimony about prayer and healing. Yeah. So I a, a very long time ago I see this patient. Yeah. I'll call him Bob. Uh-huh. And so Bob walks in. He says, um, you know, I'm here. I have this um, issue and they need to do surgery. And his wife was with him. And his wife says, yeah, uh, they say that he has pancreatic cancer. Mm. And they saw it on a scan. And pancreatic cancer is a very dire diagnosis and prognosis. Yeah. You know, um, it's Pretty much a short, like, death sentence. Wow. Five-year mortality is abysmal. Okay. It's really bad. And the um, treatment for it itself, not just so so much the chemotherapy, but the surgery is very, it's a very risky surgery. I see. So people may even die on the table. Right. 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 And so I hear all this and and I just, I feel very moved to pray for him. And at that time, I'm a little bit timid, to be honest, praying in a, you know, public setting or a professional setting, but right. something pushes me, the Holy Spirit. And yeah, he says, yeah. yeah, you know, just pray for him. So I said, would you like me to pray for you? Yeah. You know, and his wife is with him and his wife is like, she jumps right out of her chair. She's like, yeah, man, let's pray. Stand oh, up. Let's wow. pray. And so she helps me uh, become more courageous. Right. I get up. Right. And so we all link hands and I pray for healing. Um, and I, cl- I declare healing over him. Yeah. You know, by his stripes, you are healed. Yeah. And so he leaves my office. Um, and several months later, I get this strange letter from a surgeon, a general surgeon. Um, and, you know, it's not uncommon for surgeons or other specialists to send letters to other doctors okay. just okay. to update them on their patients. Oh, that's good um, courtesy. Um, <clears throat> which is fine. But I, yeah. get, I get it mailed to my home address. I don't know. That's strange. I just, so yeah. I open it. And it's this long convoluted letter about how um, how there was no pancreatic cancer. Oh my gosh! There was no there, you know, and whatever it is that they took out wasn't cancer at all. And so I look at it and I think back to how I prayed for him. Yeah. And so then I see him probably a week later after receiving the letter. And he's just skipping down the hall. Well, can I hold on for a second? I'm confused <laughs> by this doctor's letter. Is this 
I don't understand. Is he like upset? Is he or just informative? You, I'm a little. You can't really tell the emotion. I think it was just really just reading through the lines, a little bit of confusion. Like, okay. I thought, you know, we were sure it was pancreatic cancer, but it wasn't. Okay. okay. Yeah. And <clears throat> so right. he's like skipping down the hall, the patient now, and he says, hey, doc, you know, the, the surgery went so well. And I say, yeah, they said that there's no cancer. And he says, I um, was able to be discharged so quickly. I didn't need a cane. I didn't need physical therapy. They've never seen a recovery so fast in their life. And wow. and the first time I saw him, he was, you know, he needed a cane. He needed yeah. a walker. He yeah. was like stooped down. And he was just so energetic. He was so joyful. And there was no cancer. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Incredible. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I love it. All glory to God. All glory to God. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you have the gift of healing. God has given you the gift of healing. Amen. 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 Yes. Amen. Amen. I mean, and I know medically that's true, but that's right from the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that, uh, man, he's assigned you with that gift. Yeah, praise God. We got to use our gifts. Wouldn't y'all like to go to these doctors? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, uh, man, yeah, you guys. I told you, y'all are lovable, likable. Um, man, this is amazing. And then just to see your faith and what God is doing. Is there anything you want to close in talking about Kingdom Healthcare or um, how people can pray or again support or you know what you need? Yes. God has really strengthened us as a couple first. Okay. And I just want to encourage, especially couples out there, that the marriage between a man and a woman that God has ordained for us, it's really his plan for us to rule and to subdue the world. Mm -hmm. And the enemy wants you to think that he's in control. But Mm -hmm. as a couple, as Mm -hmm. Adam and Eve were established as a couple, it is their rightful rule, their rightful dominion. And Christ has restored that power to us. Mm-hmm. So I just believe that mm-hmm. couples really need to stick together mm-hmm. to find God's purpose for their marriage. And that's one of the initiatives that my wife and I have that we're planning to help other couples really focus on their marriage so they can get back oh. on track with God's purpose for their marriage. Mm-hmm. And more more is coming soon, but it's What the heck? It's been yeah. it's God's been an co- amazing journey for us. It's a couples, God's co- yeah, go Christian ahead. couples um <clears throat> curriculum. Okay. Um and God really revealed how much he's equipped us yeah. to counsel couples that are going through uh, okay. similar issues, similar similar trials and tribulations yeah. because honestly we would not be effective ministers without having our home and our house in order. Yeah. Because our first ministry is between us, husband and wife, and also right. our children. It's family yes. first. Right. And so we believe that as God optimized our marriage, we were uh, more effective in our ministry. Yeah. Yes. Man. So God's got you at a buffet. He's like, I, I got <laughs> yeah. y'all. You're going to load up your plate yeah. with things from God for you to do. Mm-hmm. I just think it's beautiful. We were yeah. brainstorming. What are our gifts? What are our talents? What are we yeah. trained at? What are we equipped? And we always assume that it's what we study for, what we went to school for, mm. what we trained for. And the reality is what God has gifted us with were our trials, mm-hmm. our tribulations. In mm. First James, it says, count it pure joy when mm. you undergo all trials and tribulations because it makes you stronger. It gives you the reward of greater faith. Yeah. 
and we look at what God has done. He hasn't wasted a single tear, a single heartache. He strengthened us so that we could help other couples get through it. And we're just excited to really embark upon that path. Mm -hmm. And we know that it's going to birth more ministries as marriages are healed and people come together. They're going to come into their kingdom purpose. And the devil's quaking in his boots. He doesn't want us to get started, Mm, but we are because we don't care what he wants. That's right. Oh, man, that's good. That's good. That's good. All right. Anything you want to close with? Anything you want to add? You know, I would just say if if more information, please visit our website and um, if also you're interested in, in this kind of couples coaching yeah. or counseling, we will also provide a link on our website as well. And it's really all for the glory of God. We're going to use those proceeds to build the kingdom healthcare system. How do y'all have time to do that? I mean, you're still practicing well, physicians. The good, yeah. the good news is that God <laughs> creates time. He does. Yeah, okay. He creates he time. time. He redeems okay. time. So, okay. yes, we're both full time physicians. I'm mm-hmm. a full time anesthesiologist, interventional pain specialist, addiction mes- medicine specialist. She's an epileptologist, neurologist. We're both leaders in Thanks our. Thanks for saying those fancy words. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> we're both leaders in our perspective departments, but this is God's calling and God doesn't change his calling on you. So you can do whatever you want, but if he's gifted you and called you to do something, it's just so much better if you say yes. Yeah. I've, I have my, I could tell you some Jonah stories, but yeah. The reality is, it's just so much easier if you say yes. Yeah. He's going to get, he's going to win. He's going to win. He's going to win. He didn't work for Jacob. He's, he's going to win. He always wins. That's good. Yeah. That's good. All right. Uh, the very last thing, I know this doesn't make sense. I want to hear your full name for our viewers <laughs> and listeners. Okay. Yeah. Out of tone. This is before we went on air, but I do have a very yeah. unique name. It, it's a Nigerian name, Yoruba. So the first name is Adetone. Ade is crown and tone is um, yours. Yeah. There are some translations that say your crown is yours or the, your, the crown is worth striving for. But I don't like the word striving. Right. I prefer to say the crown is mine. Yeah. Because if we enter God's rest, then everything that he's promised us is ours. I love that. So that's my first name. <laughs> Which, what, how many names? What's the full name? I want to hear that too before we close out. Adetone Abimbola Farayola. Abisogu, and then Musa, my married name. Yeah, Musa. That that one's nice and easy. Yeah, it's it's easy. Moses. You know. Oh, there's yeah. a meaning with all the names. <clears throat> what are what, what's that? So Abimbola is uh, born amidst wealth, mm. and then Farayola is uh, to rub yourself with wealth, like your body. Yeah, yeah. and um, Abisogu is born amidst war. Wow. There's a lot of warfare in our lives. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the last name, Musa, means Moses. It's yeah. Arabic. So I, yeah. I, it, it is Arabic for Moses, and, wow. and that's freedom. It's freedom. Wow, that's good, yeah. y'all. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right, anything you want the last word before I sign off? Mm-hmm. No, I just want to pray for all of our listeners. Why don't, that, you, why don't you pray? Yes. yes. Father God, I just pray that everyone under the sound of my voice hears your calling, Father God, yeah. that they hear that they see your light shining through us, even through this podcast, through this radio station, Father, that the reason we're doing this is not for our own glory, but it's to give you glory. You've told us to let our light shine before men so that others may see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. And Lord, yours is a glory. 
We want yes. to do, yes. we want to be ambassadors of your kingdom. We want to be known by our love. My favorite part of this clinic was every time we hosted a clinic, somebody would come by and they would look at us and they would turn their head and ask, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why are you helping people? And that's our opportunity to share the gospel Amen. because of what Jesus did for me, what he wants to do for you. So I just pray that all of our listeners take time to see what God wants them to do in their life. You are put here for such a time as this, for a God-given purpose, and the enemy wants to distract you from it. Say no. Submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, Lord, I just encourage all of our listeners to just be faithful to your word, to spend time with you, to see that you've called them for an amazing purpose, for your good, mm. for your glory, for your kingdom. Yes. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 That's Amen. good. <clears throat> All right. You can go to kingdom-hcs.org. If you missed uh, some of this interview, you can also go to verybold.com. It will be up there very soon. And this, uh, we're talking about the kingdom healthcare system um, with Hussein and Adetone Musa, uh, doctors, excuse me, Dr. Hussein <laughs> Musa, y'all earned it, mm-hmm. and Dr. Adetone Musa, and y'all are a, a real blessing. And this is this is real exciting, what God is doing, what God has done, and what God will do. Amen. Amen. Wow. All right, uh, we're going to sign off. We're Very Bold Ministries because of uh, 2 Corinthians 3.12, what the Apostle Paul wrote. And he was, man, really talking about the the glory to glory and the surpassing glory of the new covenant of the Holy Spirit. And that's really what we've been talking about most of this day is just the the power and the glory of God um, through the Holy Spirit and through Jesus, all that he is, all that he's done, all that he will do. And so the Apostle Paul, he just considered that. And sometimes we just need to consider that. I pray that these testimonies have lifted your soul, lifted your spirit, have encouraged you to be emboldened in your faith. Mm -hmm. Whatever you're going on, why not go ahead and pray, hey, God, I'm giving this one to you. You show up. What do you have for us, God? I'm, I'm giving it to you. I don't know what the answer is. But you do. And maybe he's going to speak to you through a dream. Maybe he's going to speak to you through just the Holy Spirit putting something on your heart. Maybe it's going to be an excitement or something, something he's going to do. Uh, maybe it's going to be right through as you read the words, just as I read those words in Second Corinthians 3.12. They just leapt off the page, and I just knew that's who we are. So God wants to say something. I, I, man, he's been speaking throughout this time, so I pray that you are encouraged and emboldened. And, man, just go ahead, go boldly before the throne of God and just ask and see what he does. Let's just see today. Uh, so this is what the Apostle Paul wrote. It is why we are very bold. He said in Second Corinthians 3.12, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.